following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. And now here's your host for overtime, Lee Patterson. That hard to turn the knobs. Good afternoon and happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Hope you're doing well out there. Hope you are healthy and ready for Thanksgiving. Strange, uh, strange that it's going. It was cold this morning. You know, it's it's only winter time. You'd expect it, but not in Arizona. It's been so warm. Uh, it's going to start cooling off. Uh, I was listening to the meteorologists, the the folks that study weather. We're definitely going to cool off. Probably still no precipitation, but hey, it is what it is. High school football playoffs into another week. High school volleyball playoffs are over. College basketball tips off tonight. We've got news on JUCO sports in the in the fall. Uh, we've we've got a bunch to talk about coming up on overtime. What is going on? Let's start with the volleyball brackets. So they completed last weekend, and the champions of the 3A are Northwest Christian, number one Northwest West, Northwest Christian. Easy for me to say. They finished the season undefeated without losing a set. Oh, I lied. They lost one set. They swept the playoffs, though, by beating Thatcher 3-0, Snowflake, or they beat Thatcher 3-0, and Sabino 3-0, and then they beat Valley Christian in the championship game 3-0. That's a dominant season for Northwest Christian. They are over, but it's a heck of a run for Thatcher in their first year in 3A. They got the number four overall seed, and they had a great season. I mean, I don't think losing to the eventual state champion in the semifinals is anything to hang your head on. Uh, hang your head about, I should say, and uh, that's a great season for Thatcher Volleyball. In the 2A, the Pima Rough Riders ended their season much the same way. They fell in the semifinals to Scottsdale Christian 3-0, 25-19, 25-10, and 25-9. Scottsdale Christian was the eventual state champions. They beat Chandler Prep 3-0. Chandler Prep was the four seed. They upset number one Trivium Prep 3-1 in the semifinals, so... And Scottsdale Christian with yet another state championship at the two-way level. And I'll say the same thing about the Pima Lady Rough Riders. I mean, that's a great season. A three-seed overall, had a great season, had won 11 matches in a row going into the state champion or into the state tournament. Uh, they had won 12 in a row before they lost. That's a great year. I mean, only one team gets to win the state championship every year. And if you're in one of the final four, that's a heck of a run. And so congratulations to Pima and Thatcher volleyball on their deep runs into the playoffs this year the 1a state champion was decided the week before st david beat anthem prep three to one in the 1a state championship they lost the opening set 26 24 but then won three straight 25 20 25 16 and 25 21 to be the 1a state champion so congratulations and here's the other thing if you played volleyball this year Congratulations. I mean, really, if you were able to play a season this year, regardless of your record, you accomplished something playing 
a whole season of a sport during a pandemic. So it, it's it's worth – I mean, trust me, years from now, I don't know how many players are actually listening, but I know some parents are. Years from now, when you look back on your high school career, you know, 25, 35 years after high school, when you're sitting around talking with your kids and maybe grandkids about, you know, hey, way back when I was in high school – um you're going to say, hey, we played volleyball during a pandemic. And, and that's an accomplishment. I mean, yeah, you don't get a trophy for it. You, I don't know that you should get a trophy for it. But uh, you you didn't get a trophy for it. You didn't say get to say you were state champions. But you got to play a game during a pandemic. So congratulations to everybody that finished the season this year in volleyball. And now we switch our focus to high school football that is going into the next week of Playoff games, actually the first official week of playoff games last week wasn't technically the playoffs. Everybody in the media called it the playoffs, but the AIA wants to call it the play-in game. A couple of reasons. They don't have to, it's, a, it's another round, they don't have to staff and fund. The onus goes to the school still on the, that first round, so, and now it is officially the the 3A and 2A playoffs. We'll get to the schedule. Let's get to the scores from last week. Number one, Yuma Catholic. Week number 16, Borgade Catholic, 49 to nothing. Number nine, Round Valley upset. Number eight, Valley Christian, 21 to 20. Number 10, Wickenburg upset. Number seven, Blue Ridge, 12-7. And I'm not going to say the only reason, but a big part of that win for Wickenburg was the all-star quarterback for Blue Ridge, P.J. London, sustained a knee injury in that one and never returned. And without him... The Yellow Jackets were not able to muster any offense, and Wickenburg wins at 12-7 to move into this week's game. Number four, ALA Gilbert North beat number 13, Safford, 35-8. Alex Coyle had that coverage for us on Gila Valley Central and Twitter. He did a fine job. I I, I don't know that Alex is going to listen to this, but I was scrambling to find somebody to cover that game that was in the Valley already. Alex is an ASU student in the Cronkite School, and I was referred to him, and man, was he good. He did... He went above and beyond what we asked him to do to cover that game. So, unfortunately, Safford just never got it going. The only touchdown they got was a C.J. Scrivener 100-yard kickoff return for a touchdown to open the third quarter. Offensively, just never able to get anything going. ALA Gilbert North was able to slow down the option and then just do whatever they wanted on offense. ALA Gilbert was up 21 to nothing in their first three possessions, and it was pretty much over from there. Number three, Push Ridge beat number 14, Gilbert Christian, 49-7. to Number 12, Thatcher, upset number 5, Arizona College Prep. We'll talk about that game here in a second. It was our game of the week. Number 6, Phoenix Christian, uh, top number 11, River Valley, 56-27. Interestingly enough, the week before, final game of the regular season, River Valley beat Phoenix Christian. I would say Phoenix Christian wanted some uh, revenge on that one. They blew them out 56-27. And number two, Snowflake beat number 15, Dysart, 63-21. to Back to that Thatcher-Arizona College prep game. What a great football game. I really enjoyed broadcasting that football game. Thatcher was able to hold on. I talked to Myron Bluford, the head coach of Arizona College prep before that game, and he knew that that wasn't a 5-12 matchup. He knew that Thatcher was much better than a 12 seed probably closer to a four or five seed equal to them and proved it. Mark Wren with another huge game, 
25 carries, 253 yards, and three touchdowns. All three touchdowns, long touchdowns. And that was the difference. I mean, the, the defense really stepped up, got a couple of sacks on Mark Chavez, the ACP quarterback, late in the game. And, and it was able to hold on. They executed the game plan. Um, they did have one interception return for a touchdown, so that was uh, six points that that uh, could have been a difference, but it didn't end up being because Thatcher was able to score again. And then they move into the next round. And it was it was funny after the after the game, the the Thatcher fans were trying to figure out where they were going to play, and I reminded them that the play in game still count towards power points. So if you were able to jump the next team ahead of you, you're not necessarily going to be the last team in because Thatcher was the lowest te- lowest seeded team to win in the first round. So conventional wisdom says, well, they're going to be the eight seed and have to go to the number one team, which ended up happening, but. It wasn't necessarily a given in that one. Let's take a look at this week's quarterfinal matchups. Number eight, Thatcher is at number one, Yuma. Number five, Wickenburg is at number four, Pushridge. Number six, Round Valley will be at number three, ALA Gilbert North. And number seven, Phoenix Christian is at number two, Snowflake. Those are great football games. Thatcher-Yuma Catholic is not an 8-1 matchup. Everybody knows it. The only thing that says it is on paper. Rhett Stallworth, the head coach at Yuma Catholic, is concerned about some mismatches. He would not say which mismatches they were because he's a coach and he's not going to say them out loud. But he knows that Thatcher is better at some points of football than they are. And my guess would be power running. I watched six Yuma Catholic films this week. And I can tell you that I believe Thatcher can run straight ahead on Yuma Catholic. I just do. Um, Yuma Catholic's run defense has not been great this year. And I believe Thatcher can run straight ahead on him. But on the flip side, Coach Stallworth's son is the quarterback, a sophomore quarterback. And he has thrown for over 4,000 yards. And the Achilles heel of the Thatcher defense this year has been pass defense. So, can here's going to be the difference in the game. This, there's no secret to this. Can Thatcher hold on to the football for six or seven minutes at a time and score and shorten the game? Because there's been plenty of times Yuma Catholic has one play scoring strikes, 70 yards down the field. Just chuck it and duck it and go get it. That Thatcher has to limit those if they're going to win on Friday night. The all-time series, this will be the seventh meeting between the two teams. They are almost the furthest two apart in 3A, yet they've played seven times together since 2001. Yuma Catholic leads the series 4-2. Thatcher has a regular season win and a playoff win against Yuma Catholic. So I think it's going to be a good ball game. Uh, Thatcher definitely has a shot. I mean, they've got a they've got a puncher shot at winning that game. If they can limit, if they can tackle when the wide receiver makes the catch and not let them get behind them, which ACP was able to get behind them twice. Bryce Chin scored two touchdowns getting behind the defensive backs for ACP. They've got a shot, but they're going to have to do that. If Thatcher can't stop the passing game, they can't score fast enough on offense to keep up. So that'll be interesting. Push Ridge, despite a Pima County shutdown mandate of all high school football, will be playing at home in Tucson. 
on Friday night against Wickenburg. Round Valley at ALA Gilbert North. Uh, those coaches' staff knows each other well. Randy Reisdorf used to be the head coach at Sholo before he moved to Arizona. Or, excuse me, American Leadership Academy Gilbert North. So the Bells and Reisdorf know each other well. And Phoenix Christian Snowflake. Coach Cole will have his Cougars ready from Phoenix Christian. Um, Snowflake at home, though, on a cold night in the White Mountains. Wow, that was loud. Um, I, I like Snowflake in that one, but Phoenix Christian's going to give them all they can handle. The semifinals will be played the 5th, the Saturday the 5th at Coronado High School in the championship game the 12th at Coronado High School. So um, we'll come back here in a little bit after this break. We'll talk a little bit more about that thatcher Human Catholic game. We'll break down the 2A as well. Coming up, thanks for listening today on Overtime. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us today. Before the break said we were going to get back to that thatcher Human Catholic game. I will have that game right here on KETO for you at 7 o'clock Friday night from Yuma, Arizona. Also on GilaValleyCentral.net. I'm going to handle the pregame show, the halftime show, and the postgame show from this seat I'm sitting in right here in the studio in Thatcher, Arizona. Tim Slack will handle the play-by-play call in Yuma. Tim is the a, a play-by-play guy for Arizona Western College in Yuma. Uh, I've known him for a couple of years now, and he will do a fantastic job on Friday night handling the play-by-play duties of the Thatcher-Yuma Catholic game. As a matter of fact, he is probably more prepared than anybody. He has done more research on Thatcher in two nights since I've asked him if he can cover the game than anybody else has ever on Thatcher. So, no, no fear. He will do just fine from Yuma, Arizona. Uh, let's go over to the 2A brackets. Scores from the 2A conference play-in game last week. Number one, Benson beat number 16, Pima, 28-7. That's a great showing for Pima. It really is. I mean, Benson had been blowing people out. I don't know the scenario of that game. It was 28-0 at halftime and ended up being 28-7. I don't know if Pima pulled out their dudes and coasted down the way. and Pima got one late. I don't know. But if, for that game not to be 42 to nothing or worse, that's a great showing to end the season for Pima, who limped into the playoffs um, at the end of the season. Anyways, uh, number eight, Scottsdale Prep over number nine, Miami, 60-42. to Man, Scottsdale Prep can put up points. Number 10, St. John's upsets number 7, Chandler Prep, 21-14. Number 4, Arizona Lutheran beat number 13, Wilcox, 41-8. Tough end of the season for Wilcox. They got beat 42-0 in 41-8 in back-to-back games. So 83-8 in back-to-back games for Wilcox to end their season down in Cochise County. Number 3, Santa Cruz over number 14, Veritas Prep, 60-6. Marinci won in a forfeit 1-0 over Sequoia Pathway. Sequoia Pathway in Pinal County forfeited because the metrics for COVID-19. And let's see, number six, Parker beat number 11, Glendale Prep, 56 to 20. And number two, Scottsdale Christian beat number 15, Santan Charter, 42 to 12. Playing that game, not playing that game for Marinci ended up hurting them, though, because Marinci fell from number five to number eight, and they will have to go to number one, Benson. Bomb. I don't really have a feeling on that game. I think I like Marinci's chances more 
if they played a week one game. I, I just do. I think it's a pretty even game, but Benson played last week. Number five, Parker will go to number four, Arizona Lutheran. Number seven, St. John's is at number two, Scottsdale Christian. And number six, Scottsdale Prep is at number three, Santa Cruz Valley. That game is intriguing because, as I said a second ago, Scottsdale Prep can really score. Santa Cruz can too, but Santa Cruz's defense is really good. So, it'll be interesting. Unfortunately, though, for Benson and Santa Cruz, who are, I think, far and away the best two teams in the state of Arizona, they went in one and three, so they will play in the semifinals of that game. The two-way semifinals will be at Higley High School, and the championship game will be at Coronado High School on the 12th. 1A football is already to their championship game. In the semifinals last week, Williams beat uh, beat Superior 44-26, to and Muggion blasted Baghdad 78-12. to And that makes a 6 o'clock championship game Saturday night at Coronado High School. Williams and Muggion, both from the North Country, traveling to the Valley to play in a state championship game on Thanksgiving weekend. And I understand that venues are booked early, but man, how cool would that game be played at the Round Valley Dome? Or the NAU Dome. Hmm? I know, I know. And it's a COVID year, so the COVIDers, the COVID years, I think that's going to be a name next year, the COVID years. Um, they, uh, it probably wouldn't happen, but I think that would be cool for those guys to be able to play at the Dooms. Also, some winter sports update oh oh also all the ticketing for the playoffs i wanted to mention this all the ticketing for the football playoff games is online if you show up to a game any game in the postseason and you think you're going to buy a ticket in person not going to happen you have to either download the app or go online it's gofan.co and you can buy tickets only so many tickets allowed per side let's see if there's any even any tickets left for the thatcher and Thatcher View versus Yuma Catholic home tickets. I do not see any visiting tickets left. So if you don't have any tickets for Friday night's game and you're a Thatcher fan. Oh, no, there it is. Visitor tickets. Yes, you can get tickets for that game. $10. $10 for an adult away ticket. $5 for active military. $5 for senior citizen. And $5 for students. And you can buy those online. Or you go to the AZ Preps 365 and it's on the homepage as well. That's important information for, if, especially if you're traveling to Yuma. Um, there are some clarifications. We talked about the winter sports last week. You know what? We, we need to take another break. We're going to take another break. When we come back, a few clarifications on the new winter sports guidelines for the AIA as well. Coming up right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Hope you're ready for Turkey Day. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> Delirious. The trip to Vancoma. I mean, I don't want anybody to, you know, this is not a this is not a scientific poll, but how how soon after you eat turkey on Thanksgiving Day are you asleep? I think the over under is two hours. It's probably under than under that. Anyways, 
back to high school sports. Um, there was some new guidelines put out last week by the AIA executive committee. Super confusing, super wordy, super lawyery. And I want to read the clarifications put out by the AIA on the 23rd, so two days ago. The 14 days, so what they're saying, this is about the club sports, and it has a lot of people up in arms. They said if you were, you had to play high school or club because you couldn't play both or you'd have to quarantine 14 days after each, and then you just wouldn't be able to play. Uh, the 14-day exclusion will apply to a student athlete and a coach once the school season has begun its official practice for the official season of the sport. Tryouts may take place during the season of the sport. So right now, since the school season has not begun, you could play. Uh, but once the school season starts, you're, you have to quarantine if you go and play with your club team. Any club. Um, practice with any outside group will not require the 14-day. So as long as you only practice with your club team and not play, you don't have to sit out for 14 days. Uh, the 14-day exclusion will apply to a student-athlete who is a member of a high school winter sports team and competes with an outside team or group in the same sport or a different sport. This is not – so if you're a club youth coach under the age of 13, this does not affect you. Um, but the AIA strongly recommends that you wear a face covering. Uh, for the 2020-21 school year, the non-school participation rule for winter sports will take effect on January 5th. The season of competition begins the 5th for all schools. Also, there was a spirit line question, which I was made aware of Friday night. I didn't realize this, but they said that spirit line couldn't do private dance or private studio stuff and cheer at the high school, which was odd. But they've, they've made a little bit of an exception to that. Student athletes participating in spirit line may continue to participate in both club slash studio and school programs. Beginning November 30th, the 14th day exclusion will apply if a student athlete participates in, kind of in a convention or master class that pulls various clubs and studios together to participate at the same time, or a student athlete participates in any in-person competition that pulls various clubs and studios together at the same time. So as long as you're just doing your normal stuff at your home studio, or I mean at your club studio, you should be fine. But if you go to a big jamboree type stuff, you're not able to You'll have to sit out 14 days before you can cheer with your high school team again. And then there's been a lot of confusion as well that with that January 5th date. The way I read it is practice can begin 14 days before January 5th. So first games can begin January 5th. So you can start practicing 14 days before that, so mid-December. That's the way I read it. Soccer has said that, no, you can't start practicing until, until January 5th. So... There's going to be another clarification sometime down the road. Also, we got good news out of Phoenix today that the Maricopa Community College District has okayed spring sports, meaning all the sports that were pushed back to the spring. So we will have volleyball. Eastern will have volleyball, basketball, tennis, soccer, or not soccer, tennis, volleyball, basketball, tennis, baseball, and softball. All playing starting in January. Basketball starts January 20th. The, the schools, um, I saw the schedule on the EAC website last night. So 
That is, uh, that is good news. Also, speaking of college basketball, 5 o'clock tonight, Tim Healy will take over here on KATO as the ASU Men's Sun Devil Basketball Program opens the 2020 season against Rhode Island. It'll be Tim Healy and Kyle Dodd on the call tonight at 5 o'clock, actually 4.30 pregame show here on KATO. That's going to do it for me today. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving and a safe weekend. If you're traveling to Yuma for the Thatcher game, travel safe. There will be a lot of traffic out there, and it's supposed to be windy and dusty in that direction as well. I read that earlier today. So appreciate everything. We'll be talking to you here from the studio Friday evening as we get you set for kickoff Yuma and Yuma Catholic and Thatcher with Tim Slack on the call from Yuma. Have a good, safe one. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. 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 Now, if you'll excuse me. Goodbye. Good night. Signing off. Come to bed now. Okay.